Hey everyone, this is Ashley with What's Up Under That. So, um, I wanted to come to y'all with a part two to the spirit baby story time that I did for yesterday. And just to kind of talk a little bit more about it in depth, because this is where I'm being guided right now, specifically spirit babies and past lives and just like integration of things. So, um, a friend and I were talking this morning, I was, um, explaining to her, about her son like because she she always tells me she was like Ashley I feel like he's like older than me and like over the time like we found out the different lives and then also she's gotten readings from other readers that have told her like the part that it is that he he's played but really integrating that into where it is that she is now so like I told you guys I'm finishing up this spirit baby book I got like a hundred pages left before I'm done which I gotta get done in like six fucking days but excuse me um it was a part that i was reading and it was saying how each child each spirit baby communicates different some communicate intuitively some communicate emotionally telepathically and some communicate through imagery and um i was explaining to her like how her son is very like how her son is very vocal um who he is reincarnated in this current life and different things like that and it made me realize as i was telling her this like my son when my son um has both autism and adhd more than likely not a hundred percent sure but um when he was first born he talked, but he didn't like talk to the extent that other kids was like he it got to a point that it, sometimes I'll be like, is this boy going to become mute? Because he would just say like one word or he just really wouldn't talk much. And over time, me not realizing my son not being as verbal, it forced me to learn to speak with his spirit. It forced me to learn to communicate with him telepathically and intuitively. And I remember um, when I got pregnant, this not, but no, it was before I had got pregnant the second time. I was speaking with this woman at this astrology, astrology store in Glendale, Glendale, her name is Ellen. And me and her were standing there talking and she said, he's going to talk one day. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, he's going to talk. She said, he's got a lot to say. He's got a lot of stuff on his mind that he needs to get out. And I did not take that. I took it serious, but I didn't take it fully serious. So I was like, oh, okay. And then lo and behold, um, after being guided from somebody to get him evaluated and I got him started in speech therapy, Lo and behold, probably like a year after that, he was just talking and talking and talking. But one of the barriers that I realized is like when it came to my son and the woman, how most people are like, oh, um, like how I told you guys in the previous one, the whole story about the fried chicken and the French fries and the orange juice and how he would not move until he got what it is that he's wanted. He's very, I wouldn't say he's stubborn. He is very dead set in knowing what it is that he wants and he will not budge. So like I said, his personality was very apparent, but it's kind of like now 
In, in a past life reading I got from this one lady, she told me that I am not of this earth. She's like, you have a very difficult time acclimating to human life, which I do. When I got back involved in spirituality in this present life, um, I realized I always wanted everything to be magical. Life was just so much easier to move through when... I saw the magic and everything, but then it got to the point where, um, there was issues I was having, like dealing with like financial irresponsibilities and just pushing myself past the limit in certain instances, not being mindful that there's still other things that it is I need to do and take care of and be mindful of when it comes to my body. And that's the same as it is with my son. Like when it comes to certain things and emotions and things, my son just, he does not understand it. And it's not saying it like in a way, like he's totally not, I guess you can say comprehensive of what it is that, or aware of what's going on around him. It's just the integration of his spirit into this vessel that it is that he into this vessel that it is that he's in now so it's like even now like we still have days mind y'all my son is very communicative my son he he understands things very well but it's like there's still sometimes he there's still sometimes he has issues communicating what it is that he wants he knows what he wants he's very aware of what it is that he wants and what he's asking for oh excuse me but he also knows for the longest that I just knew intuitively what he wanted I knew intuitively what was wrong I knew he I knew he knew that I could his spirit knew I could communicate with him telepathically and it's like, that's been our biggest challenge is that getting, like I said, getting his spirit integrated into this vessel and getting past that language barrier because it didn't hit me literally until today. I've been telepathically communicating with my son since he was in the womb. And like in the spirit baby book, it said every spirit baby communicates differently. Some, some communicate like I said, all the different ways they communicate, some do a form of each. His primary form of communication is through intuitiveness and telepathic. And that's why, too, I'm so grateful that so much of my soul family is spiritually gifted because if there's ever instances that Ashton doesn't want to talk, they're not going to force him to they will know and understand what it is he needs and what it is he's asking for. And they're able to communicate on that level. And I honestly feel like too, like here lately, I've been like guided to start like really learning ASL. And at first I thought it was a friend. I was passing it on to a friend cause I had did a spirit baby reading for her. And um, I had communicated to her. I think she knew this already. I can't remember. I communicated to her. It's a possibility her son would be deaf. Um, deaf or and or um, blind I think I said deaf more than anything and I said you learning ASL now will help you better to learn to communicate with him in the future so 
like even now, like how I told you guys, I communicate intuitively and telepathically, but I'm also very big on reading in between the lines in certain instances. I won't say all instances, but some instances I'm very good at that, which is why I feel like when it comes to children that are nonverbal, I work with them so well because of that intuitive and that telepathic communication. But it's like, even aside from that, what about the kids that don't speak at all that learn through ASL and that be the way. So I feel like too, when, even when you have children that are like that, learning other methods of communication can be extremely, it can be extremely helpful. Just like how there is a child, like a child um, being deaf and a child being nonverbal are pretty much the same things. Both of them know what it is that they want. They know what they're ask. They know what they're asking for. There's just that language and that communication barrier that's there. So finding that out, like another instance too, um, there's a friend that I have, um, her daughter has autism and she's nonverbal. Um, I don't think she's like fully nonverbal now. I don't, I think from what I remember, she told me, um, she's been communicating a lot more, but there was one instance that we were on the phone and she was doing something and I just heard my stomach hurts. And I told her, I said, your daughter has a stomach ache. And she was like, really? She was like, no, it might just be X, Y, and Z. Then a couple minutes later, she said something happened and she realized she had a stomach ache and just it's it was crazy for me to be able to hear that or for me to be able to know that just from that tele just from that telepathic communication so i feel like for those who have children and even too like that just made me think like how they say like children that communicate through imagery i feel like that's why there's even certain certain children that are born nonverbal that are or nonverbal and are autistic or just different things like that. I hate to just say autistic and ADHD like those are the only two things. I do not that know that though there are more, but those are just the one the two main things that I am highly familiar with. So if you're listening to this, I'm not trying to exclude anybody. I'm just speaking on my personal experience and the demographic specifically that I work with. But um, even with that, like I have a cousin, my cousin has um, cerebral palsy and she's um, physically disabled. And she, a lot of her communication with her mother and her sister is through intuitiveness. It's through telepath, it's, telepathic communication as well but she also communicates she communicates through imagery in terms of and not saying like imagery as in like painting a picture just communicating through images like pointing to the things that she wants like she knows what she wants and she sees what she wants it's just that is her way in helping to communicate with you so I feel like too really integrating you know really integrating that spiritual aspect and that 
physical, I guess that's the word you can use. I can never, I can never remember that, but integrating those two things can be very helpful when communicating with children, just as like how they say mother's intuition. Um, it's always better. Like how they say, read to the baby before the baby is born, having those conversations and really learning your child while they're in the womb. Even too, if you're planning to get pregnant or if you feel that presence of a baby, like how some people just like, I feel like I'm supposed to be a mother, dig into that, look into that, um, look into that a little bit more. Because a lot of oftentimes, like I said in the previous podcast, your spirit babies are your guides. Some people, some people like my friend that I mentioned um, earlier in this episode, um, her son has is currently like her uncle reincarnated. He has been her grandfather in past lives. Um, I think to my knowledge, he's been her sibling but the roles he's played with her have always been older so now it's kind of like while he isn't he's an uncle i guess you can say reincarnated but he's when during the passing he was um he was uh what's that word what's that word that i'm looking for he was an infant so it's like two having my bad y'all I had to pause because they was leaf blowing and shit and I couldn't fucking hear but like I was saying him being an infant at that time but also being an uncle is kind of like having that energy and that wisdom of an elder but literally being an infant so it's like even now like I was telling my friend this morning different ways to better help her acclimate into this vessel what his purpose is in helping her and just kind of diving even further you know to help her see why does he always have this i'm much older than you attitude and y'all know that saying oh that baby x y and z has an old soul he literally does have an old soul like they've spent so they've reincarnated in so many lifetimes together and when she asked like how was he this and this and this like simultaneously and i'm said based off of what i read from the spirit baby reading it's because of him needing to protect you he's always played that protector role in which some spirit babies can but also because he feels safe with you that's even more so why he chose that and I know like even with my um with my son how like I was telling my uh well I was telling my therapist this actually I had said like it was one day like I was just dog fucking tired like it had been a long ass day and my son had washed himself up in the tub he had got out like I always keep his like pjs and underwear and all that stuff laid in one spot for him to help him like you know give him that space to be independent and after he got out the tub he got out he got his body butter 
and put his body butter and stuff on and put his PJs on and he chilled and he just watched a little TV before bedtime. But I was telling like my therapist how I felt so bad because I don't want him to feel like that is something he needs to do on his own. Like y'all, I watch a lot of Lifetime movies and I watch a lot of Law and Order and shit. And when I be seeing kids like having to make their own breakfast and iron their clothes and get their siblings ready, that shit triggers the fuck out of me. It absolutely triggers me. And it's like in those moments, I was triggered because I'm like, I don't want my son to feel like he got to do that himself. But it's like at the same time, like how I said earlier, him, his spirit really getting integrated into this vessel. And he has to learn how to be human because y'all, my son reminds me of a fucking cat. This little boy is in his own world all fucking day. Like, even his teachers have said it. They were like, they'd say things like, we feel like sometimes he's here, but he's not here, <laughs> if that makes sense. And it's like, bruh, like, I be saying so often, like, I be trying so hard not to put no shit extra on my motherfucking plate, bro. But I'm like... I don't know if y'all have ever seen that. Um, and my bad if it sounds like I'm yelling. I just went back and like replayed some of the episode. I'm like, why the fuck are you yelling? I'm getting hyped over here, y'all. I love talking about shit like this. And I don't know if y'all seen that TV show called Charmed with Phoebe Page, Piper and Prue and all that stuff. Love that fucking TV show. But like towards the end, how they had that magic school. Like I really be feeling like, Something like that is needed for these kids, you know, for kids that like have ADHD, kids that are bipolar, kind of like the schooling that they have for them now. But this is a lot more intentional. It's a lot more intentional because like I tell people, there's a fine line between something being a hormone imbalance and something being a spiritual gift. And that person's spirit in that vessel have to get acclimated. And it's like when you when you think about it, it's kind of like I know y'all have seen like in movies and TV shows when somebody flatlines for a second and their spirit lifts out of their body like their spirit, their spirit lifts out of their body. Right. And when they keep using the paddles and they bring them back and their spirit goes back into that vessel. That is very much so how it is. You know, this, that is very much so how it is for these children. Their spirit has to get acclimated. And I say that too, because like, I don't know if I've ever spoken about this. Um, I don't know if I've ever spoken about this on, um, on a podcast, but in the past, and like about, I want to say this was, I think I was in massage school at that time. I, um, had an out of body experience. I was laying down, me and my son were laying down, taking a nap. And this was the first time it ever happened. It was completely unintentional. I saw my body. I was like hovering over my body. I seen how my son was laying. I seen how I was laid 
and it scared the fuck out of me that I like I went into it was like I went into a shock because I thought I was like dead or something I'm like what the fuck is going on so I'm like over here trying to like get my spirit back into my fucking body and I'm just like what the hell is this like and I don't know if that was the first that was the first time I had one I don't know if I had a second one after that y'all I didn't seen and witnessed and dealt with some strange ass shit on this fucking journey like I'm gonna have to start making some podcasts some story time episodes I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to start doing some more story time episodes and y'all as I say that there was this guy that I was dealing with um in massage school that I was friends with dealing with friends with whatever the fuck you want to call it one of the primary things that I realized about my son is his reincarnations have either been he has been my grandfather or he has been my sibling. That is the active role we have played in these lifetimes, which is why, too, why it's like that mother's intuition is there. But like I said, like, I feel like sometimes I have a hard time getting acclimated to motherhood. Like I was sitting up, me and my son were like having, as I call it, we were having snuggle time. And I just looked at him and I'm like, you're really my fucking child. Like it was really like it, it hit me in that moment. Like I've known, of course, this whole fucking time I'm a mother and he's my son, but it's almost kind of like I've been in this in between state, like I'm here, but I'm not here. And it was like something just hit me and I'm like, you're my fucking child. Cause it's weird. Like I, I've always said since my son was born, I'm like, he feels like my brother. He does not feel like my fucking child. And when I did a past life reading on myself, I kid y'all not, um, past life siblings, mother, son, and something else fell out. Like I was fucking shocked because it'd be one thing when I hear this shit, but it's like when it's like sometimes when you do readings and you say something and the cards pop out, people be like, oh, you made that happen. No, that's like literally spirit confirmation. Like y'all know how you can do a reading in the same card. Like you got a deck. You can have a deck that got 200 fucking cards. The same card will pop out every single week. That shit's not by coincidence. You mean to tell me out of 200 cards, this same exact card keeps coming out? Be fucking for real. So that shit was just like really wild to me. And I'm like, wow, like. That is exactly why he feels like a brother. Like even too, when we be bickering back and forth, we sound like we, we, we sound like brothers and sisters arguing. Like my son will literally, I will be in the kitchen and he will come in the kitchen just to fucking poke me. And I'll be like, dude, are you serious? Like, are you that bored? And he'll just laugh and go run and hide and think the shit is so funny. Like I just... I be shocked y'all this journey this is one hell of a journey but that's what I was saying too um as far as with the guy I was dealing with um one day my son was calling out somebody's name and he showed me an obituary of his grandfather um side by side my son looked exactly like his grandfather in that obituary like it was fucking scary y'all like when I sent him the side by side picture like his ass was he was like completely in shock and one day my son was calling out somebody's name and I was talking to him about it because we're both spiritual 
And I told him and he was like, that was my grandmother's name. That's my grandmother's name. Cause I don't know if he says she's still alive and his grandfather passed, but it's crazy cause too, cause one of my son's gift is shape shifting. So he literally, quite literally, like it's so, it's just, it's crazy and it's amazing to see. I ain't gonna get into that, but it's crazy to see, but I just, I felt guided to record that second episode for y'all or part two, I guess I should say, because I feel like whoever listens to this, y'all gonna want to know a little bit more, but yeah. Thank you for listening to all my story times. Y'all gotta like, I gotta like create a platform for this shit. Go on Facebook, go on my, uh, Facebook page. Let me know. Like, if you enjoy these podcasts, let me know. Give me some topics y'all want me to talk more about. Shoot me an email, brujastoblunts at gmail.com. And yeah, let me know how you like these little story times. Okay. All right. Bye.